Cool. Welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast, where we talk to amazing entrepreneurs and have conversations about people who are doing dope things and getting social proof as a result. My name is Donnie Wiggins, and this is that guy. I almost committed fraud this week. (laughs) I almost committed fraud. Tell me about it. So my uh, my (laughs) my friend had this watch. Right. Oh, gosh. And long story short, he said, well, you can expense the watch as marketing. You buy it from me, you can expense the watch as marketing. I'm like, all right, bet. Now, I'm thinking of like all the stuff that I got to pay. I'm just trying to like reduce my tax liability. Mm -hmm. And he was like, well, you can just, I was like, yo, how can I do that? He said, do it from your business. Just buy it from your business account. He doesn't really matter. He's, he's like super up. So it's not like he's trying to run away. He's like, y'all, you a W-9, no problem. We'll do it. You do his marketing or whatever. I'll Who pay you. My guy. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't know that it's, I don't know that it's fraud. Feeling fraudulent. But, well, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So my accountant says, hey, you sent this person this money. What's it for? I said, what? Marketing. He said, well, tell me. Tell me what it's about. Tell me the marketing. And I said, well, I bought this watch and he said we could send him a W-9 because, you know, we sent the wire to him and he said, you know, we'll do the W-9 and we'll expense it as a marketing thing that he's getting paid for. And on his end, he just does what he does. And she said, well, that's fraud. He said, she said, technically, technically that's fraud. I bought the watch because it's an incentive. One, I like the watch, but I'm like, yo, if I can get it as a tax deductible event, I'm good. But yeah, she said, yeah, um, technically that's fraud, David. So let's put that out Why there. Why wouldn't you consider it um, career apparel instead? I, in my... From my perspective, I am. That's why I made the decision. Marketing and career apparel are two totally different categories. But technically, um, she said, if it's not directly enhancing the business, you can't write it off because um, it'd be looked at more as personal. And I said, well, what if I did a video on the watch, like reviewing different watches? Obviously, I'm doing it to review the watch to make money. She said, well, I mean, it's it's you're, you're, you're dancing on a line. Because it's mostly personal. Yes. However, you are a personal brand. So Mm. I'm going to give you that tax code. I gave it to you already. Um, I'm not an accountant. I'm not a CPA. However, I was informed that there is a tax code that applies specifically to personal brands. When you can prove that your brand, your person, how you present yourself is a direct reflection of how you make money. A lot of what but you, you don't have to write off. But you don't have to right elaborate. Um, I don't know. It just... You do. I mean, who out here believe in you in a fossil? Everybody. I would still... It's not like you see the watch like, yo, this guy's got to know what he's talking about. It could be fake. Some people... As many as you have right now, I'm pretty sure some of them are fake. That's how I'm starting to feel. <laughs> <laughs> You're incredible. Oh, another event happened to me this week. Okay. So... I did a Q&A session mm-hmm. with somebody. And why is... Can you... I'm sorry. Can you tell Kashif to spell Dan Kathy's name with a C? Kathy, C-A-T-H-Y. Just tell him to address all those. Um, so I did a... I did a... Um, a I do Q&A, right? With Morning Mita, I do Q&A. So one of the guests on there were talking about... Um, 
They were talking about something. I don't want to like put the guests out there. They were talking about something that somebody else didn't agree with that they're calling fraud. Like their business is fraud. Mm-hmm. Now I get a notif- I get notifications on Instagram and they are coming at me. Like, oh my gosh, this person's been on the show. Now it's not me interviewing the person saying, yo, oh, so this is what you do? Oh, just tell me how you do it. And I, I want to get into the like what it is, but I don't want to, you know, do that. Anyway. But I, I looked at my Instagram yesterday and these people are on me like, yo, these people need to be canceled. They're giving out bad information. And it's one of those people that like attack everybody. Instagram yesterday. I'm just- yeah, I'll, sh- I'll show it to you. It's one of those people that be attacking everybody. And I, I just, I, one, I felt the anxiety, but I'm like, dang, I can't even interview. Like the person just needs help as, a, as an entrepreneur. I don't care what you do. If you're, if you come on a show and you're saying, I want to learn like the Q&A, not like the Social Proof Podcast, but if you do a Q&A and you say, hey, really? I really, really want to learn how I can finesse without being caught. <laughs> I want to know how to finesse. Now, I don't necessarily agree with the finessing, right? But if you're asking, as an entrepreneur, I can help any entrepreneur, okay? Whether it's legal, illegal, Right. My dad gave me some of the best advice ever. He said, son, if you're going to sell drugs, be the best drug dealer. Don't be a runner. He gave me the advice. He's like, yo, if you're going to do something bad, like go all the way, like be like be diligent, like set up. Don't be a worker. Be a boss. If you go to jail for it, then you went to jail because you you walk in excellence in everything. And I understood what he was saying. So my point is. Like people, they're just, they're just like, some people just attack people for no reason. I felt an- anxious about it. So I'm trying to find on Instagram. Oh, I'll show it to you. I'll show it to mm-hmm. you. I- I'll show it to you. You'll know exactly who I'm talking about when I, when I show it to you. But, um, yeah. So anyway, I'll show it to you, but back to the episode. That was, those are some events for me this week. I've, I feel like I haven't slept in like a month. Mm-hmm. Traveling will do that to you. Yeah. Traveling is really difficult. So many people look at entrepreneurs or just people in general who get to travel like for a living and are in complete admiration. And don't get me wrong, I'm grateful for every flight, every hotel booked, every opportunity, but it is exhausting. Do you know what else is incredibly exhausting? What's that? The other day we did a Coriel, Coach Kelly, myself, and four other dynamic female powerhouses did a four a four hour, was it four hours, three hours? a three-hour webinar with a couple hundred women. Three hours. It was supposed to be one hour, but the conversation was so good. We did this Q&A. We have an event coming up, um, the Wealth-ish Live Experience here in Atlanta, Georgia. And we wanted to get with these women who have questions because we have limited seats and you know, there's going to be so many people with these questions. Explain the name, Wealth-ish. Wealth-ish. So if I'm being totally honest, we had a different name, Um we had a different name and we rebranded because we got hit with a cease and desist. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. So... What's the name? I don't want to say. You can say it. I don't... Just go back on my Instagram page, right? So we had a different name. I'm going to say it. No, don't. And let me tell you why. So we had a different name and somebody... You ever seen... What do they call those people who chase car accidents? Ambulance chasers. So there was this person who I guess is like a trademark tracer, right? And this person sends us a message and was like, hey, this event that y'all have going on, 
these this group of people have been doing a very similar event, just giving you a heads up. Well, the very next day, we get hit with the very next business day, we get hit with a cease and desist. And um, it says that my clients have this trademark, blah, 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 blah. They were never able to produce the trademark. We have, we were doing an event. And I got with my attorney and it turns out that they did have a trademark for a name, but in a different category, mm-hmm. right? It was categorized for like apparel, not for events. So we could have gone ahead and like wanted the smoke and so, because we searched, <laughs> we searched for the trademark and there was some kind of private situation because of who they are. Um, we could have wanted the smoke. However, Queen MC Light is attached to this brand and I want no smoke with a legend. Like I just, Mm. the woman that I am, I have so much respect for her and have grew up on her music, love her so much. I said, let's just, let's not, let's not. We could have, right? But here's how I know that part of it was the trademark chaser that probably alerted them. Um, Because when my attorney got on the case, we saw that they filed the trademark for the event category. That day? No, it was like the day that she notified us, mm-hmm. right? So I feel like this person brought it to our attention because her follow-up message was like, if you have any questions about protecting your brands in the future, please let me know. And then they suddenly, like, they suddenly know. MC Light people suddenly know mm-hmm. about Little O Lust, right? Um, anyway, so that was amazing. Shout out to MC Light and all the people who are a part of that event is super dope, super dope concept. But we did go ahead and change over to wealth-ish because the whole conversation is about um, all of the stuff that goes into being wealthy, not just money, right? Mm-hmm. So we're, we're having conversations about, um, you know, obviously we're having the conversations about abundance, but not just monetarily, abundance in all areas in your life. We want to help to pull out the leadership, the power in you. But right now we're in this very gray area of women who are bosses, leaders being mistaken for having such masculine energy or, you know, and really showing you how to refine your feminine energy, but also being assertive in that leader in the boss room that you want um, to be in. And then also um, just complete transformation, like wealthy transformations, wealthy habits. What are, what, what are, what are you doing to create wealth in your life? And there's so many conversations outside of money, but also money. Cause we get into of the course. bag too. Um, so that's why we went with the wealth, wealth ish live experience in Atlanta. And that happens November 4th and 5th. It's going to be, um, it's super dope. I'll show you the flyer for what's, it. It's, what's the website? It's super dope. It is wealthish.co wealthish.co and it's myself um, Courtney Sanders Anissa Gittinaw Coriel uh, Coach Kelly J Tasha McRae and Lakeisha Robichaud like seven super powerful women getting on one stage at the same time and it was just an idea that me Kelly and Coriel had we brought on four other collaborators and said look let's give these women what they deserve to have so no men at all no men this is a women's only experience so men can't get in men cannot get in as ticket holders. Okay. What if they identify as women? <laughs> That's a good question. <clears throat> what um, if they identify as women? First of all, you're not about to try to get me canceled. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. <laughs> oh, yes, I am. <laughs> Listen, I am, uh, we'll let the legal team handle whatever the, okay. the right answer is to that. 
because, <laughs> you know, I just, I don't have any thoughts about it one way or the other. And we'll say that. Good. Okay. Yeah. Yo, but this is a very special episode. This is a very special episode. Why is it so special, David? One, it's so special because one, it's going to change someone's life. Two, someone's going to really, really gain something from it. Like you should have a feeling after this episode. But three, it is our 300th episode. Three. Y'all not going to clap? 100. Okay. This is episode Trace Settle Settle. 300. See. Man. Episode 300. You said before we got started that most people have never done anything 300 times. Facts. Facts. You sticking to that? Absolutely. Think about it. I mean, think of something you've been doing. For one, most people aren't going to do anything for three or four years, period. You're going to switch, change it. Like We haven't changed anything other than the aesthetics. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We have the same conversation. We didn't like, people are talking about mental health. We didn't go like, heavy into mental health. We have a particular audience that we talk to consistently for three, four years. And I remember, I remember when I started my job at the Cheesecake Factory, I was an entrepreneur. So I was, I had prepaid legal services. I was a rep there. Um, I was selling clear. I was doing all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I had to make a decision that I'm not going to be chasing money. I'm just going to build something mm-hmm. solid. Right? So for, for one, when I worked there, when I first got the job, I realized that I never did anything past 10 months. Like all of my jobs, 10 months. So Olive Garden, I was there for 10 months. I was working a security job for like six months. I was, uh, I worked at Applebee's for like two months. I worked at, did I say Circuit City? I think Circuit City, like a few months or whatever. I never kept a job past 10 months. Interesting enough, at that point, I never had a relationship longer than 10 months. It was something about this 10-month thing. Like, I just couldn't be consistent. I can't start a business and be in it past 10 months without doing something else. And I told myself, all right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash 
social proof. So it was like, it was literally like a, a, a year where I said, I'm not going to be an entrepreneur because I'm going to work this job for a year at least. I want to, I want to focus on something. You know what I mean? Like it's, I, I'm always jumping around, doing this, doing that, always chasing a bag. And I say, yo, I'm going to have a job and work this job for a year. I'm not going to, I'm not going to like start doing anything else because I'll get anxiety and I'm like, oh, I want to be a super entrepreneur, but I had to learn consistent, consistency. And as I went through that process, I wound up being at the Cheesecake Factory for six years, two and a half, uh, the last two and a half years of that six year, 10 year, I was able to start this clothing brand Sleepers for Suckers. And it was just like, I was just so focused on this one thing, good days, bad days, ups, downs. I'm still here. And that was the thing that really allowed me to leave my job and sustain some, like some growth. So um, I just learned that the, that's why on that wall, it says consistency is the only cheat code. Consistency is the only thing that actually saved my life in every aspect, every area. Consistency. So I am here pulling up. I wanted to figure out because David started the Social Proof podcast before me. And I was trying to see of these 300 episodes, how many I've actually been a part of. I came in on episode 57. Was that the interview or our joint? That was that was the interview, but the very next one. Yeah. So 58. 58? Mm-hmm. Dang, we recorded your episode right after... The interview that we did? Mm-hmm. Came back that same week. 58. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I thought you came in like 100. Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> 58. So that wow. is about 242 episodes. Mm-hmm. If we cut that in half, about 100 and 26. Mm-hmm. About, probably about 120 because we had some weeks where... Um, we, we didn't record. We either didn't record or we had extra episodes on like that Saturday or something like yeah. that. So about 120, ep- we've done this mm-hmm. 120 times. Mm-hmm. How many people can say they've done anything 120 times? Most podcasters won't get past episode six. Yeah. Ooh. For sure. That's a, that's a stack. Study study show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> study show. For clarity, it's the studies in the mall that show. <laughs> no, I did I did read that like the large majority of like the, the like the average podcast won't get past episode six. All right, listen, every single week, every episode, you hear me talking about the morningmeetup.com. It's the community. Let me show you what's happening here. Every single morning, Monday through Friday, there's 400 plus people on a Zoom call, right? We're learning, we're talking, we're growing together, and this is you. There's all these people here. It's all these people in the morning meetup. Hundreds of people reading books, growing. We get together quarterly. It's amazing. And for some reason, you just keep looking at, just go to themorningmeetup.com and get in the circle. And then you'll be like way happier. Just themorningmeetup.com. Let's get back to the episode. I have so much. I just searched myself on YouTube and I have so much content out here that other people have created of me. And one thing that this says is, so I don't build my own YouTube channel, right? But I'm looking at all these people who are just out here getting views off of something that I have executed on. And this is another, um, I just refreshed it. It just changed to something else. Um, This is, this is a note to say, 
maximize on your own gifts and talents. Mm -hmm. Maximize on your own skill set. When you are out here doing things. You look crazy in this video. That is. um, Look at you. Where are you getting glasses from? Look at them. Look at that. I was cute in that video. Was she? I was cute. He's talking about the glasses on. (laughs) <laughs> it's like you laugh like that for? Like, like, <laughs> really you look crazy I look amazing um, no maximize on your own gifts and talents because somebody else will somebody yeah, else sure. will have to like you will have to allow somebody else to maximize your gifts and talents if you if you don't yourself and what do I mean by that I mean like even from an employment perspective there's so many people who are so talented and gifted at doing a thing right But because you aren't cashing in on your own gifts and talents, your employer currently is. Mm -hmm. I am not building my own personal YouTube channel, which is about to change immediately as I'm scrolling in and I see, oh, David's refreshed again. I see these people who have videos and clips up of me that I don't have on my own YouTube channel. And they're probably monetizing Mm -hmm. this and all kinds of focus on and hone in on your skills and your talents. I also have you ever Googled yourself to see what comes up? Um, yeah. So in in YouTube, I'm just looking at because YouTube is one of the top search engines now. Come on, MegaFest. Here is what my top searched things are on mm-hmm. YouTube. Donnie Wiggins, I Am The Shift, which is an audio, affirmations audio that I have. Donnie Wiggins podcast. Donnie Wiggins husband. <laughs> Donnie Wiggins. trying to find it. Donnie Wiggins Instagram. Donnie Wiggins boyfriend. Donnie Wiggins real name. Donnie oh. Wiggins on Lipstick Alley. Let me find out y'all got me on Lipstick Alley. What is Lipstick Alley? Lipstick Alley is a salacious blog where people convene. Y'all never went to Lipstick Alley? Lipstick Alley is a salacious bra- blog where people convene to talk crap about people that they know. Like, oh yeah, girl, I know her. She used to deal with such and such and such. Look at her doing this or look at him. And they they go in and they screenshot your old stuff that you used to say or they'll post you with all these guys and try to piece your life together. But it's, it's not for positive purposes. Lipstick Alley used to be the place where um, back in the day, you would go and search like somebody that you were dating to make sure word on the street wasn't that he was married mm. or something. So people are always talking trash. But it's interesting that Lipstick Alley is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. It's the twelfth thing that people are searching for Donnie Wiggins on. So after this episode, I'm gonna definitely see what's, what the, what the conversation is about me on Lipstick Alley. Shout out to Lipstick Alley. Everybody got to get their money. You know, as as an entrepreneur, I think the, the I think we're looking for customers, but it's actually, uh, I, I think the focus needs to be not how do you find customers, but how do you make it easy to be found? So some of us, we couldn't find you if, even if we were looking for you. Right? So if I type your name or your business into any search engine, am I going to find anything about you? I'm scrolling through. This ain't just like social proof podcast stuff. Like it's, it's literally people doing reviews of events that, uh, that Donnie did or, um, her looking crazy right there. It's a lot of hair. Ain't yours. I don't know what this is. Deja wanted me to upload this video. That's from so long ago. But it's, it's not hard to find you. So when I YouTube your name, the first thing that comes up is Donnie Wiggins. Is it? <laughs> Oh, wow. But let's see what people are talking about. 
David Shans Real Estate, David Shans Podcast, David Shans Myron Golden, David Shans How to Start a Podcast, David Shans Morning Meetup. This mm. is really good. Yeah. It's all David Shans business credit. Not let's see what that brings us to. Credit conversations that you've had. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's the biggest thing is I, I like we're so afraid to put out content because nobody's it's not gonna be in your personal life. Because I don't put a lot of personal life out there. Just nobody's interested. If in I did, so people will be more interested in your personal life than mine, right? Because I'm always like joking and joking about bringing it. up my personal life. Yeah. Yo, you can literally shape your persona online. Like, what do you want people to know about you, right? Mm-hmm. So you make beats, right? You produce. Well, how do we how do we flood the internet to the best of our ability with us even being like self-proclaimed something? I think my brand started to grow when I became self-proclaimed king of podcasts. Now, is there a ranking? Did anyone decide that? No, I just put it out there. But the activity supports the name. <laughs> so if you're going to say, yo, I am the I am the most consistent producer in the city. Watch, I'll be online and I'm uh, in this in this hour time frame, I'll make 3 well-produced beats. I don't know who can do that. But somebody can. On Google. Somebody can. On Google, I don't know, like David Shan's net worth. David Shan's wife. David Shans on Wikipedia. David Shans' age. Those are you trying to find your boy. They trying to get to your boy. Do you? The hear net me? worth is wrong, though. Okay, I don't know what's in it, but it's they're way off. Okay, but anyway, you don't you you only get that through consistency. So I think one of the challenges is how do we become consistent? Mm-hmm. Right? Anybody struggle with that? I think if we're gonna start with one one point is um, you really, really have to like get disgusted to a point when you start looking back over your life and look at all the things you've been inconsistent with. It's a habit and it becomes who you are. So if you're not sick and tired of that, if you're, like, if you're mad you don't have a track record of doing something consistently, then you have to feel that. You really got to feel that burn. So I think you need to reflect and say, okay, why am I this way? I did a staff training yesterday and um, I had them write down a couple things that they are not good at or a couple, couple areas of their life where they, they struggle. And the exercise allowed them to not only pinpoint some things because I think some things in your life need a label on it. Like I am, we can't just be happy and positive and say everything is going well because it's a wrong affirmation. Mm-hmm. You're, you're lying. Everything isn't amazing. Everything isn't okay. If you deal with anger, you have to say, I'm dealing with anger. Like I get anger. I get angry sometimes, right? So I had to write down, this would be a dope exercise too. I don't know, you don't really do corporate gigs, but if there's, I had them write down two things that they struggle with. I had them put it in a hat and then they had to pick a color because I did it on the little color paper. They had to pick a color that they didn't write down, open it up, read someone else's problem and then give a solution to that issue. I like it. Because there's a lot of people in the room that can help you with your problem, but we have to identify the problem. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the first step. You got to really be emotionally frustrated with your inability to be consistent. Mm -hmm. 
emotionally frustrated with your inability to be consistent. I think, too, that can kind of translate into being sick and tired of being sick and tired. For sure. Of your current circumstance regarding whatever that thing is, right? Usually when we're trying to be or when we need to be consistent at something, it's because we want a result that's different than a result that we've already got. Mm -hmm. So we had to be tired of not ranking on the podcast charts. So what do we do? We become more and more and more consistent, put out really dope content, and now we're ranked on the podcast charts. And now we don't want to be ranked where we are on the podcast right. charts. We want to rank a little higher. So you're you're more and more and more. Same thing like with weight or with building a business. You have to decide. You have to get mad, right? Mm. You, you got to get really mad. I used to do this training called MAD, and it's make a decision. And it's around MAD staying is an acronym for make a decision. Like people get mad just to focus on a point that leaves you staying the same or worse when really the better way to channel that anger is to get mad enough to make a decision, a decision that's going to change a thing about you. And the proof of the, the truth of the matter is there is nothing that you can accomplish great without consistency. Nope. The truth of the matter is the only thing that you can truly accomplish with the lack of consistency is staying the same. So you have to ask yourself and make a decision that I am so fed up with the results that I'm getting right now, or I'm so unsatisfied with where I am right now, that consistency is the only decision that I am going to commit to right now in order to start to see things change. Absolutely. So we got to obviously make a decision that you're going to be consistent. Mm -hmm. And then I would say that uh, number three is decide what you're going to be consistent in. Mm. And in the decision of being consistent, it doesn't necessarily have to be directly related to the thing you want to be consistent in. You have to develop a habit of being consistent. So you might say, my consistent habit, I want, I want to consistently work on a business, right? But I need to do something that allows me to easily start developing the habit, which might be, okay, I'm going to do 10 push-ups every day. Now, the 10 push-ups every day doesn't necessarily equate to you being consistent in a business, but it does add to your ability to be consistent in anything. Because if you can be consistent in anything, you can be consistent in everything. Because how you do anything is how you do everything, right? So we have to like we have to start to develop the habit. So let's just decide what that habit's going to be. My first habit or my first habit in the consistency journey of this podcast cuz we release episodes all over the place, you know. Mm-hmm. I said we're going to pick a day and on Monday we're going to release an episode. I remember coming on to the morning meetup and saying, "Hey, if I don't release an episode every single Monday, I'm going to come on here and give away $500. I don't know how I'm going to distribute it." I remember that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because th- th- I guess the next step the next step would be one you decide it and it has to be some sort of consequence. So that I think that would be accountability. That's where I was going to go next. Like you got to hold yourself accountable. It's not enough to say I want to achieve this goal and I'm going to do it consistently. I want to lose 30 pounds and I'm going to be consistent at going to the gym. But here's the thing about Here is the thing about self-accountability. So I'm going to change. We're on number four. Four. I'm going to change number four to having someone else hold you accountable, not self-accountability, because we let ourselves down every single day. 
And we're totally fine with it because nobody else typically knows. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're saying I'm on this weight loss journey and because I'm on this weight loss journey this week and this week alone, I'm on fruits and vegetables all week. But then you. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Walk in the grocery store and you see that chocolate piece of cake and you buy it and you bring it home and you eat it. Nobody else knows. You may even still lose the weight that you wanted to lose this week. And somebody's going to say, wow, you look good this Mm -hmm. week. Nobody knows that you might have looked better. You might you might have achieved a bigger result. We let ourselves down so often that it doesn't even feel bad most times. You need someone else to hold you accountable. So I would say when you're on your journey of trying to become, figure out how to become consistent, because you got to get tired of like start the start and stop. The start and stop just really becomes disgusting at some point. You have to figure out, you have to find someone else that can hold you accountable, but it has to be somebody who, when you mess up, you fear their disappointment. Mm. You don't want to deal, you don't want to face their disappointment, right? Mm. Like we do social proof podcasts. If I called Shans and said, this is likely the most consistent I've been at a thing, (laughs) right? At a thing that requires my time, right? Not building my business, external to my business. This is likely the most consistent I've been. If I called David and said, oh, I can't record this week. I don't want to see his face when I say I can't record this month. You just go ahead and drop some episodes without me. I'll come back next month. (laughs) I respect him enough to say I'm not going to let him down in that way, right? I could let myself down. And I'm thinking about people I know who have podcasts that hadn't dropped an episode in three weeks, three months. And then you plug into the, you you hit them up and say, hey, you still doing your podcast? Oh yeah, I'm just taking a break right now. 
He, who in here has just taken a break from something that you really should have been doing? Oh yeah, I'm just on I'm just on a break right now. Yeah. Nobody is holding you accountable. There is no consequence for it. So accountability and consequences probably go hand in hand. Yeah, I was I was talking to um, Tulo Ness and it, you know they had the the clothing brand, and I was I went I went to their office. He said, and I was like, yo, do you ever do any coaching? I'm, I'm always thinking like online and stuff like that because they're just like the physical product. I don't need to do really, really well. But I was like, yo, do you ever do any coaching or mentoring? He said, yeah, you know, kids come here, like people that are young, they want to start a business or, you know, they just got this idea and they admire us and they rock with us, they support us. I tell them to come to the office. And he said, yo, I give them the game. I'll spend an hour with them, give them the game. He said, I'll let them use my designer too. Like, cause my, he's like, my designer's quick. Like you get my idea. He going to boop, 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 boop. He going to come up with something fire. He said, yo, I give people the whole game. He said, I'll give them my manufacturers overseas. He said, I give it all to them, but they're not going to do it. He said, when they walk out, I tell them, all right, I helped you out. I feel good about helping you out, but I already know you're not going to do half of the stuff I just told you. That's crazy. He's like, yo, he said, and he wasn't even like trying to be cool. He said, yo, I just know people. I, they're not going to do it. I can give them everything I got. They're just not going to do it because human beings aren't consistent. You know what's so funny is, you know, I like I enjoy reading the podcast comments. Mm-hmm. And as I am thinking about this, I am thinking about three particular names that I see pop up in the comments all the time. Like you kind of start to develop a relationship. I reply back to them. and But they're often saying like, Oh man, this episode gave me exactly what I needed to do X, Y, and Z. Oh man, after this episode, I'm ready to get up. And I'm thinking we're 300 episodes in right now. 300 episodes in right now. You're consistently consuming information and consistently doing nothing with it. Mm. So it brings me to number five. (laughs) Hold on, say that again. (laughs) You're consistently consuming information, but consistently doing nothing with it. Yeah. Yeah. That brings me to number five, making sure that you're being consistent at doing the right thing, Mm -hmm. not just choosing a thing to be consistent at, but the activity has to be right. It serves no purpose for a person to stay in school for 50 years, yet never having acted on any of the education that they learned. That's what you're doing when you're watching 300 episodes of the Social Proof podcast. I'm talking to you, you, you. You're on your 300th episode. And since episode 25, you've been saying, I'm going to start the business. I am going to figure out a way to get off of my job. I am going to partner with some. I'm going to put my idea out there and you still hadn't done it yet. I got to ask you why. Like right now I am talking to you. They in the comments, they'd be like, Donnie, if you were going to be talking to me, you might as well just say it. So I'm saying it. (laughs) I am saying it right now. I am talking to you. Why are you consistent? Why are you committed to consistently focusing on the wrong thing? Mm. Or focusing on the right thing, but never applying or executing what you're focused on? Like, why is this something that you feel good about? I can't feel good about reading 10 books, yet applying nothing from it to any area of my life. It just doesn't make sense to me. So why does that make sense to people? Yeah. What are you here for? Like, I'm. what are you here for? Yeah. What are you here for? The entertainment? Are you waiting for David and I to clown each other? There are people who are less talented, less skilled, less knowledgeable than you. But the one thing that they have on you is consistency. For sure. And you, like, people can rely on you. I look at, I really look at 
the relationship that we have with our audience as like they're waiting for something and I don't want to let them down. Yeah. Like in my head, there are people that are waiting and it's a part of their routine and they're on this journey of success. And if we do not release an episode, we might be the cause of them going back to their old life of inconsistency yeah. because we've created something that allows them to be consistent. Okay, on Thursday, I watch it and I'll take one or two things and I'll add it to my life or what it's, whatever it's going to be, right? Mm -hmm. But I, I think you have to have some sort of, like, you have to care. Listen, if I was going to teach you how to make a million dollars, would you give me 10000 Like, if I had a course teach you how to make a million dollars and you're po positive, you're going to make a million dollars, would you give me 10000 Of course you would. It's no-brainer, right? So in a calendar year, we make seven figures with the podcast. But there's 21 things that I extracted from that that you're going to need to launch a podcast. But I only got time to give you three right now. One is you need a distribution platform. The distribution platform is what you upload your podcast to. That platform sends it to Spotify, Apple, Google Play, so that your supporters can actually listen to your podcast. You're also going to need a microphone. You need a really good microphone so it's crispy audio. And three, you need an income strategy. This is not necessarily a hobby, unless you're going to make it a hobby. But I can teach you how I made the seven figures with these 21 things. Now, the good news is you don't have to give me 10000 my ebook is only 37 bucks. Okay. So listen, go to podcastebook.com and get the 21 things that you need. And I, I can explain it in detail, all the things that you need. Okay. Podcastebook.com. Let's get to the episode. Yeah. I think point. that's, I think they, our audience is our accountability. hundred percent. Yeah. Cause hundred percent. nobody would know, right. If David and I put things out all the time, big ideas out all the time mm -hmm. and we have nobody holding us accountable. Nope. That's why we don't do, we, we don't, don't, don't get it not done. We don't get done. <laughs> and and I think there's not a big enough pain point attached to it. Oh, for sure. I think you know we're always coming up with these great ideas. How can we make more money? And you know how can we impact more people? But then we look at the fact that we just hit a million downloads in a month on the podcast. So, yes, 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 yes. So, I mean, we're impacting people. Do we right. really have to <laughs> add on a new thing? You know what I mean? Or we'll talk about making more money and we're making money. Mm -hmm. So, it's not a painful enough problem for us to act on it right away. Yeah. So, that's that's also part so of it. So, take, take this note that we are not consistent people we're consistent in a few things. Mm -hmm. So you have to prioritize what you're going to be consistent in. Yeah. We're not consistent in everything. Yeah. I can't just, I can't just say I'm like, I'm the most consistent person. Right. Donnie's the most consistent person. Right. But there are few things in our lives that we've prioritized to be consistent. Are we on number five? Not yet. I'm just rambling. Oh, but no, that leads us to number five. Break your big picture down into smaller chunks. Like, mm -hmm. break the goal down into smaller, bite-sized pieces. Well, right? I, wasn't really, I, was, I wasn't really going there just yet. But. Well, that's... So, number six. Break, <laughs> okay. Break the big goal down into life-sized pieces. David and I... Hold on, let me finish my rant, though. Because <laughs> I wasn't... I wasn't... I wasn't really going there. I cut you off this time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's I fair. deserved it. I deserved that's it. That's fair. <laughs> um, but, so, no one is a consistent person. It's just like we prioritize. But we've all prioritized something. So I can't say that anybody in this room isn't consistent uh -huh. because you are. It's just the thing that you're consistent in is either detrimental or it's not really moving the needle. So consistency. 
You wake up maybe the same time and you brush your teeth. And you have the same consistent routine where, I don't know, you floss. So my routine is I floss, I'll put some uh, peroxide, swish it around for a little bit. Then I brush my teeth and then I do the little tongue scraper. Y'all use the tongue scraper? No, y'all don't. Use a little tongue scraper. And then I use mouthwash, spread it out. And that's, that's my routine. I'm consistent in that. And some of you all are consistent. Maybe you wake up the same time every day. Maybe you, um, you prepare your coffee. Same way, same time every day. You're consistent in the thing that you do at work. It just, it's just not a life-changing consistency. So we can be consistent, but we'd have to like, we'd have to target that consistency to a thing. Yeah. Right? So, yes. So back to your point. We have a big goal and we got to figure out what is the most important part about this big goal that I need to be consistent in. And what we decided was every single Monday, we're releasing an episode. Mm -hmm. Today, we release something every day. Today, we're doing a blog post every couple days or so. Today, we're posting on Instagram or TikTok and all that kind of stuff. We're uploading an audio every day. Today, we're doing that. Mm -hmm. But the first thing, if you remember what I said, jumped on a call and said, we will release an episode every single Monday. Mm -hmm. Or there's a consequence. Or there's a consequence, for sure. And then we would do... uh, you remember, it will be like an interview Monday, the next Monday, me and Donnie episode. Yep. The next Monday, interview, next Monday, me and Donnie episode. Mm-hmm. But then somehow we was like, all right, we 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 need to pick this up. Mm-hmm. We need to pick this up. So we went to Monday interview, Thursday, me and Donnie. And it's every single week consistently. But it started with one day. It started with one day. Yeah, it did. That's um, so you said a couple of things. Um, in that one, in that one piece, that was number six. We were still on number six. It leads me to number seven, um, which is create the time. So I remember early on, mm. and we have had a few moments where we might record. We need we need a few days, ideally a week, to record an episode, produce the episode, clip the episode up, get the thumbnail ready. You know, whatever that is. And release the episode. But there are some times where our schedules just don't align and we may be recording an episode today that drops tomorrow. That throws everybody's schedule off track, right? And in the beginning, we had a lot of that going on. Hey, can you record today? Hey, can you? No, I can't today. How about tomorrow? No, I can't today. How about? And then we're meeting the day of to record an episode and end up dropping it late at night. And then Dave starts to pay attention to the analytics and that ain't working and that's not the way... Scheduling the time when we said every single Wednesday at 10 o'clock in the morning, this is there's no question. I don't have to figure out how I'm going to make time for this. I don't have to create space that I'm not already accustomed to. It's on our calendar. It's every single week. We don't have to question it. We know where if I don't talk to David all week, I know that I have to be here at 10 o'clock every single Wednesday morning. Right. So scheduling out the time. So what does that look like for you? Um, I do this calendar training. We're going to keep it really short and simple, but most times people aren't consistent because they feel like they don't have the time to be consistent at a thing. I want you to open up your calendar, whether it's digital or um, a paper calendar. I personally like a paper calendar for this particular thing. And I want you to write out, start with all of your standing appointments that you have right now. Write out everything that's standing. So if you get your hair done every Thursday at 12, 
put that down. If you have kids and they have practices, you know, games, write that on the calendar because those are standing things that you that are non-negotiable. Right. And then if you're working a job, I want you to write down those hours. So if you write, if you work a nine to five on your calendar, write nine to five, build somebody else's dream. Remember this train? (laughs) I want you to write it on Monday. And then on Tuesday, I want you to write from nine to five, build somebody else's dream. Wednesday, again, nine to five, build somebody else's dream. Nine to five, build somebody else's dream. On Thursday, it's nine to five, build somebody else's dream. I use my lunch break to get my hair done. You'll look at this calendar and you'll notice the things that you are consistently doing. You are consistently going and making somebody else's dream come true. And you mean to tell me that you can't find a 30-minute window every day, a one-hour window every day to make your own dream come true. What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. But wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you, rub shoulders with industry leaders and you got to network with other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on Social Proof Podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code BIGDEAL, It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people listening to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you... No, right now, yet you got time, no pressure, you get us back. But use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free. So don't wait, 
Secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country. Join us July 4th and 5th in Atlanta. Let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality, y'all. Head over to podcastsummit.com. Use promo code BIGDEAL at checkout and get your tickets now. Don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights. Take your brand to new heights. Take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer, okay? I'll see you at the summit. and Don't forget to use promo code Big deal. Or to accomplish your own goal. When you see it, which is why I like to write it, write the vision, make it plain. When you write this out, you're going to look at yourself and you'll be baffled at the result. Yeah. I, I want, we had a conversation uh, yesterday uh, with Reese. Can I talk about it, Reese? You don't mind? I'm going to talk about it anyway. Reese is like, what part of the conversation so, are you talking about? So Reese came up with a really good idea. And I am, I'm just one of the people like, if, like, say I'm working with somebody, somebody's on my team, they're like, yo, I got this idea. I'm like, yo, we could build it together. I'm down. Like, I'll, I'll be your business partner. Let's go. So Reese has this idea about this concept, which I'm like, yo, it's really, really dope. When did you tell me about the idea? When was the first time you told me? Yeah, it has, for sure hasn't been two weeks, Reese. okay? <laughs> it's been at least a month and a half ago or a month, month and a half ago. He said, I got this idea. I'm like, oh, bet. I like it. Just like put it together, create the concept, and let's go. He said, all right, bet. We had a conversation yesterday, about a month, month and a half later. And I was like, yo, what's up with the idea? He said, well, I'm still just trying to flush it out. A month, Reese? No, I'm like, and I'm telling him, bro, I'm not, I'm not pressing you on it. It's not like I need this concept. I'm saying you do. Because all you have to do is come up with a concept and we'll put it together and I'll promote it and you'll make money for the rest of your life, like for the rest of your life every day. Cause mm-hmm. I, I promote it. We'll put it in. And all you gotta do is say, yo, let's, let's put it in the episode. Make sure you talk about it. Put the product here. Yeah. I'm like, yo, I, I'm your workhorse now, but I can't force you to be consistent. I can't force you to, he's like, yo, I'm just trying to come up with a concept. And this is a, a, a good like growth process. And I was like, yo, you don't have to come up with the, 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 the whole idea of the product. It's going to take you to get a bunch of people together and say, yo, this is the concept. This is the idea. How do y'all think we can put this together? That's, yo, that's how I built my t-shirt brand. Every, like once or twice a week, I'd have like a little part. Now it was an excuse to get some ladies to the crib and we'd have like drinks and I have some ladies cook at my little one bedroom apartment. My boys come through. We have a good time, but I'm, I'm getting concepts on how we should build this t-shirt brand. And everybody's giving me ideas. Everybody's giving me input. My first models were people that would just come to my house and hang out. Right. So I'm like, yo, you need, if, if this is something that you're prioritizing, because this is something that you put the work in up front. Mm-hmm. And then for the most part, it's on me to go build it. Mm-hmm. But it's on you to manage it and to remind me, say, hey, Dave, we need to come to the studio, shoot some content for this thing. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say no. Yeah. Right. So there has to be some sort of priority. So Reese would probably need to say, yo, every every uh Tuesday and Thursday at this time, this is where I'm coming up with this concept. I'm gonna present something on those following days, and we gotta get this ball rolling. But nobody can make you care enough to do something. Mm-hmm. You can't. Mm-hmm. Now, it, some people operate if if I'm paying you, you'll do it, right? If you're going to sit there and say, yo, if I'm like, all right, I'm going to hire you to do this thing, you'll do it and you'll work in excellence with it. 
But you need to figure out how to do something that you're not getting paid for and be consistent with it and wait for the results. So that conversation went kind of like that, right, Reese? I'm not embellishing. Um, what number are we on? What number are we on? I think we're, we're number eight. We're on eight or whatever the number is. <laughs> we're on number it's eight. It's helpful, though. Um, you got number eight? Um, I got a number eight. Yeah, go ahead. Um, in the process, I, I think once we get to this level where you figured out what you're going to be consistent at and you're constantly doing it, you have to constantly improve because you want consistent improvement and consistent growth. So let's just say we're making our bed. If it was up to me, it takes me forever to make my bed. It, and it doesn't really look good. So I, you know, you got the little under sheet thing that, with the little corners that tuck under the bed and you got another sheet. And I don't know if that sheet goes all the way to the top or you do it and then fold it back and then like just tuck it and fold it and all that kind of stuff. And then you just wipe it over and it still looks crazy. But if my consistency was going to be making my bed every day. One, I just got to make it every day. It's not hard. But eventually you'll get into this routine where you're making the bed. But can I get faster? If it takes three minutes, can I do it in two and a half? Am I going to start to like Time myself, yo, I used to do, it used to take me three minutes to do it. Now I'm doing it in two. And I'm excited about the fact that I'm consistently improving on the thing that I'm being consistent at. And can we get it to look better? Can you get like the corners to stay down? I don't know what it is, but I don't know if it's the wrong sheet or something. But when I make the bed, every time I go to sleep and wake up, the little bunchy sheet is all it's in the middle of the bed it's not uh, y'all know what I'm talking about mm -hmm. I'm doing something wrong mm -hmm. but if this was my journey I would probably get excited about the fact that I slept on it tonight I woke up oh, I figured out something mm -hmm. it's not all it's not it's still tucked under the bed this is mm -hmm. exciting right so improvement again we didn't do anything but improve the quality we had these cameras and then we was like yo we need some better lenses yeah we just get better lenses. Yeah. And then we need better lighting. So we get better lighting. Then we get better cameras. Then we get a whole little production and thing. And then we figure out a way to make it uh, faster where we're editing in the episode, editing the camera angles. It used to be one angle. Then we got two angles. Then we got three angles. Then we got studio audience. We got a bunch of angles. Then we get a better studio and all this kind of stuff. It's just been consistent growth, not doing something else. Yeah. So. That's going to bring me to number nine, which is eliminate the unnecessary steps. Mm -hmm. This is a big one. So I'm listening to you talk about the struggle that you have with the sheet on the bed, making it up, keeping it tucked in. I literally in the last maybe five years just started using, eh, maybe three years, just started using a sheet again. What? Ew. Mm-hmm. I you just lay not, on the bed. I'm not talking about the fitted sheet. The fitted sheet is a standard. Oh, uh, I like, nasty. I'm talking about the, the, the top <laughs> sheet, right? The top sheet, because I I get claustrophobic, and in the middle of the night, if I get tangled into that sheet, it will send me into a raging panic. Really? Like I will feel trapped by something. Oh wow! And um, and I. I can relate it to an experience that I had that probably 
causes me to feel this way. So if my legs are tangled in the sheet and I can't move really easily, I'm feeling trapped. I'm getting like, I'm waking up out of my sleep and I'm angry. So I started to not use the sheet. Mm -hmm. The sheet is a problem for me. It puts me in a space where I am not getting great sleep if I just so happen to get tangled in it, legs tangled or whatever. That panic that you feel when you lose the remote control in the sheets destroy my TV watching experience. (laughs) And then the next morning, I am fighting with this sheet, trying to make sure that I'm making my bed properly. I get, I tuck it under one side. It looks perfect. Go to the other side. Realize I tuck the other side too much. It's not enough to tuck on this side. Now I got (laughs) to untuck it and start Oh, Get rid of the sheet. Mm. This is what I said to my, just get rid of the sheet, Right. It wasn't until there's an art to making a bed. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until someone properly taught me how to make a bed military style. Those sheets aren't going anywhere. Mm. You're not getting tangled in those sheets. (laughs) I eliminated a step that created major anxiety for me with the social proof podcast. We don't edit the episodes per se. We pull clips. We edit in ads, but we're not going back to figure out what did we say in the episode that needs to be removed? What was that one? You come on the Social Proof Podcast, whatever you say is making it to the YouTube. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, for sure. it's making it to all podcast platforms. It's an unnecessary step that would delay the release process of putting it up. Now we got to hire somebody to go in and listen to every single episode, decide what is politically correct or not, Edit that out, clip it, make sure we put it back together so it doesn't look at it. It's an unnecessary step. So then I ask you in your journey and your process, what are the unnecessary steps that you can eliminate? Every single thing that you're doing doesn't necessarily have to be done, right? So I have a client, shout out to Court in the Kitchen. Y'all know what Rotel Dip is? Hmm? Rotel Dip. The Mexican Mexican, Mexican (laughs) cheese dip that usually has like some ground sausage, ground beef, um, cheese, Mm -hmm. tomatoes. It's just a cheese dip. It's like a nacho dip, but has all the extra stuff. So my client, Cord, made this Rotel dip and posted it on Instagram. And I'm trying to see where he's going with it. I'm always talking to him about how he puts his recipes out. We go back and forth because I believe I can cook too. So he's got this aluminum pan. I make a mean Rotel dip. So when I see the video says dip, I'm like, how are you making a Rotel dip in an aluminum pan, right? He's got this aluminum pan. He puts his cheese in. He puts his cooked ground beef in. He puts his tomatoes and his jalapenos and everything goes in this dip. He sticks the pan in the oven. Everything browns, does what it does. It comes out. He mixes it together. I'm like, wow. That really did come out in its Rotel dip and it looks amazing. Why am I blown away by this? I only make Rotel dip maybe twice a year because I make Rotel dip in a crock pot. It takes a few hours to make and the crock pot is held to clean at the end of the Mm. process. The cheese is stuck. Everybody's dipping in and out of it. There's broken chips. The The cleaning process makes me say it's not worth my time to cook this more than twice a week, usually at like Super Bowl time or Thanksgiving when a group of people are being gathered together. He eliminated 
the cleaning process, which blew so many people's minds. Wow. You've got this disposable aluminum pan. You put all your sloppy ingredients together in it. You enjoy it. You throw the pan away. Poof, be gone. Dang. Eliminate the unnecessary steps. Man, yo, it's so amazing how consistency creates a system. You know what I mean? He, pro he probably was mm -hmm. making it mad times. and like he said, I used it to make it. Mm -hmm. I, I commented and I said, oh my God, like, I usually use a crock pot. I didn't know where we were going with this aluminum pan. How do you make Rotel dip in mm. aluminum pan? And he's got he's got his beef on this side, his cheese on that side, his jalapenos on that side, whatever on the tomatoes on this side. And I'm like, yo, you're my client. We can't be putting stuff out here like this. <laughs> so I'm watching it like, where are we going with it? And at the end, I'm like, yo, this is just genius. And he commented back and responded and said, I used to do it in a crock pot too. I grew up on it in a crock pot. What do we hate doing after we've cleaned and eaten our food? We hate cleaning up the dishes that we use, yeah. and he just made it so much easier. I'm going to make some Rotel dip this week. Can you make it with ground turkey? If you want some. Yes, I want some. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so uh, maybe we just got nine. Yeah, we got nine, but I'm going to wrap it up with this, mm -hmm. if this is okay. So part of the reason that if you're struggling with consistency, you got to ask yourself, like, Why? Am I struggling? And we just gave you nine tips. This is a 10th. I think this is the 10th. If you are struggling with consistency, it is likely because you are so focused on the outcome that the journey looks undesirable to you. Mm. The process looks undesirable. You want to lose the 100 pounds, but those 5 a.m.s at the gym, those two-a-days, the working out with the trainer, the watching what you eat, that part is too undesirable for you. You want the number one podcast for entrepreneurship in the world too. We're not going to let you have it, but you want it. <laughs> um, but setting up your equipment is too much for you. Paying somebody to help you put it together and produce it is too much for you. Getting dressed on a regular basis is too much for you. You want the result and you're so focused on the beauty about of what the outcome looks like that it doesn't seem worth it those pieces in the middle from here, where you are to where you want to be. It just doesn't seem worth it, but it's worth it. It's absolutely worth it. So if you're struggling, the better thing to do is to decide what you want the outcome to be, but focus on the process. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Man, I, 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 in my first book, I wrote a, uh, I painted a picture like, that we are on this journey to reach success, like this pot of gold. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't really work like that because the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow is empty. The, 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 the key is on this journey, you're picking up bits of gold. So by the time you get to this empty pot, by the end of the rainbow, you're dumping it all in. Now you have this pot of gold. Right. It's, it's not just it's not just they are full waiting for you. Right. You have to pick up these little gems along the way mm. and the consistency of like walking. You'll start to pick up little if you do. So if you make your bed every single day, eventually you'll pick up these little. Oh, I could just tug it that way. Yeah. If you're making the Rotel Tuli, Ro <laughs> the Rotel, did. Rotel, you make it every day. So Donnie, she was making it twice a year. Yeah. So of course she's she has her system, but if she makes it every day, ev eventually she would have came up with a process where she doesn't have to wash this pot. Mm -hmm. She would have came up with a process to do it a little faster, just like getting it done. So you got to be comfortable picking up gold nuggets. You know how to book flights and hotels. 
all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Along the way. Yeah. And that needs to be the reward. Yeah. The reward should be the consistency. You should celebrate. Take yourself out to eat because you did the thing consistently 20 days a year Mm -hmm. or 20 days straight. Right? In, In factories, they have their, their every day, counting how many days they went without an accident. Mm-hmm. Every day, there's a reward. Mm. Every day. Strong. And once that number gets too big, everybody gets excited. And everybody's helping their brother or sister or their coworker to say, yo, no, 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 no. You got to do it this way. We don't want to mess up that number. Yeah. So they're excited about the number. Yeah. But you also have to be so committed to being consistent that even if there's no reward, you're still going to do it. Right. You're still going to do it. So we hit a million views, um, a million downloads in a 30 day period of time. And last week I looked at Shans and said, nobody celebrated us with that. (laughs) Nobody said, hey, let me throw you guys a party. A million downloads in the world where there's tens of thousands of podcasts. A million downloads is a really big deal. Every single year, David and I forget to celebrate our podcast anniversary. Every single year, we are so focused on the process that we recognize, we, and, and each time so far, we have recognized, oh, wow, our anniversary passed. Mm-hmm. It's usually like days or a week mm-hmm. later You're that I'm like, good, the anniversary has passed. And I'm like, oh, man, we forgot to celebrate it again. We'll do it next year. We have still not celebrated this business partnership that has changed both of our lives, but we keep showing up. We don't not show up because it's like, we're not celebrating the anniversary of our partnership and uh, the business that we do together. Nobody celebrated. Nobody said, let me take you guys to dinner. Nobody brought us a balloon. Y'all didn't come in here with flowers congratulating us on the journey, on, on, on the result. But we're still here. We're still showing up and we still love this part of the journey because next is 2 million views. We still have work to do. And here's the thing. If you're not being celebrated for what your results are giving or producing and you feel like you're being consistent, get a bigger result. At some point, somebody's going to celebrate it. You can also always just celebrate yourself. Man, yeah, we were supposed to do a grand opening for the studio. This this month, October 1st, marks 10 years since I quit my job. Mm. Mm. Thank you. And I meant to celebrate it. <laughs> but like you're you're so like you're so in the process. Meant to celebrate. You're it. just, yeah, you just you forget. And the celebration becomes less important because eventually you're looking at something else 
that you want to celebrate. Yeah. Right? Like you're you're so busy. I think we all plan for the big celebration. And I I think maybe the big thing is small to us because every day mm-hmm. we're celebrating these small wins. Mm-hmm. So the the 10 years is no important no more important than the million downloads, the million downloads is no import, more important than the fact that we got this space open. No more important than the fact that we got 300 episodes. More, No more important that we can look at how many Thursdays we've dropped an episode. Like yeah. that kind of stuff. Is there's, there's always some sort of, as you're working, there's always some sort of thing to be celebrated. Yeah. But we're not stuck in celebration mode. Yeah. We celebrate every day. Some, day, some days we'll just get together. Yo, you want to go to lunch? Let's go. Let's go to lunch. It don't got to be a Let's special day. Yeah. We just work. We just do it. And and that just, we were in our friend group chat yesterday and somebody dropped off. I think it was EJ who said, I love you guys. I miss y'all. I want to see you soon. Mm-hmm. And it's a reminder, right? Like we've built this new group friendship. We're enjoying ourselves. We're having a good time. Everybody in that group is successful in their own right. We got stuff going on. We got stuff to do. Everybody, EJ just dropped a movie, a highly produced movie. While we went to see the movie, I literally, when I got there, there were so many people with flowers waiting to celebrate her. I was like, dang, I forgot flowers. (laughs) Like, I am here for the result. Mm -hmm. But I didn't forget to celebrate you. I, I forgot to celebrate you in the process, right? Yep. Meaning the flowers or the the gesture, things that people do. But you know what happened? The next day, EJ called me and said, hey, sis, I just wanted to say thank you for being there. Your presence meant everything to me. Oh, right? she called everybody then. She called everybody. Yeah. yeah but, but I felt special. What kind I was of like, class she act? called me. Now, <laughs> what kind of class act, though, is that that is a nugget. 100%. Like. It took years for them to put this movie together. They financed this movie themselves. I'm here. It's the biggest night of my career. And you didn't bring me flowers. We could have been stuck on that. She could have been stuck on that. But I was there in support. David was there in support. And the next day, to thank her customer, her audience, she called every single person personally connected to her to say thank you for being there. Shouts out to Ernestine. Shouts out to Ernestine. We got a meeting in about 30 minutes. We do. So, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, man. Thank y'all so much for joining. Mm -hmm. This has been a really, really dope conversation. Please, 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 please share this podcast with someone. Are you subscribed to the podcast on your podcast app on your phone? You sure? Are you? Let me see. Let me see. No, don't refer to her. Say it again. No, there's a podcast app on your phone. You got your own podcast. That means no. It means no. That means no. Yes. Y'all are such a cute I'm I'm telling you, I check them phones, man. But yes, share Social Brew Podcast with somebody. Subscribe. Please, please leave a five-star review if you think it's a five-star podcast. Even if you think it's four stars, still leave a five-star. We appreciate that. Um, But thank y'all so much. We got to get out of here. Give give them some words to live by. Oh, my gosh. He's always putting me on the spot. Um... Be the best that you can be at your craft. I'm going to leave with that because I've been going to this restaurant, uh, STK in Atlanta. STK in Atlanta, I've been going to this restaurant. And when I first started going to this restaurant, it was a dynamic, outstanding experience. And then when they started to build the reputation of doing a good thing, producing good food, serving well, it started to fall off a lot. Well, I brought my, my family, the women in my family last week to a concert. And because of where we were going in proximity, 
we decided to go to STK. I warned them. Now, the last two or three times that I've been here, it's been a super subpar experience. They lack consistency on Facts. how they deliver the food. I don't go they anymore. lack consistency on how they treat the guests when they arrive. But it's close. So we'll settle for this, right? We get to STK. It's me and six other women in my family, five other women in my family. I'm treating us for dinner before this concert. And the waitress comes over. She's super bubbly, great personality. There's one representation in this whole experience so far that has been outstanding. I don't know... The restaurant guys were with us that day. They wanted us to have a memorable experience. I say to her, as we're giving her the order, before you walk away, it has been my experience that you guys have lacked consistency in how you offer the food. It's also been my experience that the level of service that I am used to getting at a restaurant like this has not been consistent. I really want to create a memory for my family. Please make sure the food is amazing. Please make sure. She said, listen, my training for the last 12 years came from Hawaii. Shout out to Dominique at STK. My training for the last 12 years came from Hawaii. Now, I am in a new place at this restaurant, but all that training that I endured in one of the biggest hospitality places of the world has come with me. You've had those experiences because you hadn't been served by somebody who consistently perfects their service Consistently perfects their service skills. And when I tell you, your girl, when we made the order, she, well, she, suggest, she made suggestions. It's been a minute since we've been to a restaurant where a server is making some suggestions. Mm-hmm. Right? What should we have? She made these suggestions. She never asked about price. She just said, you should get this. Now, this is what I did. My family wanted to treat me because I had bought these concert tickets. So they were thinking that they were going to pay for dinner. I get up to go to the bathroom before we even make an order. I gave her my card. Don't let anybody pay for this. Take my card. I don't need to see the bill. Just take Boss. care of it. Right? Boss. So we're we're at the steak restaurant. We're at STK. It's a steak place. And she's like, oh, you guys are on a tight schedule. I think you should do the steak board. You're going to get the porterhouse. You're going to get the tomahawk. You're going to get the A5 Wagyu. We'll throw on some lobster tails, some crab, some uh, crab cakes and uh, some shrimp. Does that sound great? Mm-hmm. They didn't offer that when we went. They didn't offer that when yeah, we went. Really. Didn't even know a steak board was a thing. <laughs> I told her that I wanted to create an experience and an experience is what she gave. She never asked because I told her, I don't need to see the check. Your girl never said how much this cost. Mm, Talk about it. She never said how much this cost. But I am going to do the things that I consistently assured you I would do. I'm going to provide great service. You're going to have a good meal. And I'm going to cash out your bill the way that you asked me to do it. And she did $1,200 later, right? Totally fine. It was fine. I say that to say... Even when you are in an environment where the people around you aren't being consistent, you have a choice. You have a choice to show up as your best self all the time. If you notice that you've lacked consistency and the quality of what you're doing, the result that you're getting is not pleasing to you, your customers, the people around you, you have a choice to change that experience at any given time. Whatever it is that you are on a journey to do or whatever you have fallen off from, it's never too late to get back on the path. It's never too late to get back on the journey. But if you're not going to be consistent, you might as well not do it whatsoever. 
She turned around my last three years of disappointing experiences at this restaurant because she was trained and developed and went through a process in a place that doesn't allow. They won't stand for that type of service. Not even one day. They don't care if you got cramps. They don't care if you just lost somebody. You will consistently deliver great service. And she brought that level of consistency and commitment into this new environment and created a lifelong memory for me and my family. So be consistent. You deserve it. The people connected to you deserve it. Your customers and your clients deserve it. The people who are counting on you deserve it too. And I built a reputation of being consistently on time for meetings. So we got to go. We got to go. out of here. Peace. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.